When you're a small business owner or bookkeeper recording transactions in QuickBooks Desktop or QuickBooks Online, it can be very easy to accidentally enter the wrong date, especially if you're recording a lot of transactions from the past or catching up on your bookkeeping. To make sure you don't record any entries in a period that has already been closed, be sure to follow these steps to maintain the accuracy of your previously prepared financial statements. This is a tip I tell my clients about and many of them didn't know this was available. They absolutely love it and it prevents them from entering incorrect dates. You don't want to be entering a date in an incorrect period especially if the tax return for that entity has already been filed for that time frame. Grab a notebook and listen in. I'm giving you all the details on setting a closing date in QuickBooks Desktop and QuickBooks Online. You're listening to the Mastering Your Small Business Finances podcast, where we get straight to the point on topics that ultimately affect your bottom line. That's right, as an entrepreneur with a small business, money management, growth, marketing, they all affect your bottom line. I'm your host, Chris Ponick. I'm a certified public accountant, and I've been helping small business owners like you navigate and easily understand these complicated topics for over 25 years. I'm a wife, a mom, a grandmother, and a small business owner myself, so I know your time is valuable. In my free time, I make the best sugar cookies and have mastered an amazing chocolate chip cookie recipe. And that's not just my opinion. You're in the right place. I promise your time will be well spent here. Each week, you'll gain confidence and clarity while making a successful impact on your business and grow your bottom line. Get comfy, grab a cookie, and let's get straight to the point with this week's episode. Are you looking for a computerized software solution to do your bookkeeping? I highly recommend checking out QuickBooks Online. I've been using QuickBooks myself for over 20 years, and they really know how to streamline processes and make your bookkeeping and recording your transactions simple and easy. QuickBooks is one of the top software solutions used by small business owners, and I would say that over 95% of my clients are currently using QuickBooks for their businesses. One of the features most of my clients and I take advantage of is the option to set up bank feeds. You simply link your bank account to your QuickBooks account, and QuickBooks will automatically import each transaction into your QuickBooks file. You'll save a ton of time not having to manually enter each of these transactions. You simply review each of the transactions and make sure they're getting recorded to the appropriate account. And then click one button and they're in. Want to know more? Head over to financialadventure.com QuickBooks and learn how you can save 50% off of your first three months. Welcome back. I wanted to share a tip with you today that I know many small business owners and bookkeepers don't know is available. There is an option in both QuickBooks Desktop and QuickBooks Online where you can select a closing date. This closing date merely means that you don't anticipate recording any additional transactions through the date you specify. I normally recommend setting this closing date after you've reconciled each of your bank and credit card statements for the month, and I especially recommend it after the end of the year. 
it's so easy to accidentally enter the prior year rather than the new year when you're recording transactions for that new year. For example, you could be recording a check you wrote out on January 10th, and rather than entering January 10, 2021, your mind or habit from entering 2020 all year long has you enter January 10th, 2020. I get it. It's an easy mistake, and even I have been known to do this as well. But if you set the closing date, your QuickBooks software will warn you that you're trying to record a transaction in a period that has been closed. If you're like me, you'll just shake your head, change the date, and move on. It's a quick and simple way to make sure you're staying on track and recording all your transactions correctly. So, how do you set a closing date? Well, I know most small business owners and bookkeepers are using QuickBooks Desktop and QuickBooks Online software to do their bookkeeping. So I'm going to step you through the process for both systems. I know listening to a podcast and getting all these steps down might be a little tricky. So please grab a notebook and jot down the steps as I walk you through them. If you're on a walk, at the gym, driving in your car, taking care of the baby, or even taking a bubble bath and relaxing during this podcast, I totally understand. And maybe I'm a little jealous of you if you're taking a bubble bath, but I don't want you to be reaching for a piece of paper to write these steps down. Just finish whatever you're doing, and after the podcast, head over to financialadventure.com and you can get the show notes under my podcast tab. I've got you covered. We're going to start with QuickBooks Desktop. When you have your company file open, you will simply go to the top menu bar and select Edit. You'll see a drop-down menu and you'll want to select Preferences. From here, you'll see an option from the left menu bar that says Accounting. When you select Accounting, you'll see two tabs towards the top of that box. You'll want to click on the Company Preferences tab. In this box, you will see the Closing Date section towards the bottom of that box. Click on Set Date and Password. This is where you'll enter the date that you would like to close the books through. So, for example, if you just finished recording all of your transactions for December, you would select the closing date of December 31st, 2020. And I recommend you select setting a password as well. You can set this password to anything you want, but I recommend using something that would remind you that if you make a change, you need to let your tax preparer know, especially if you've already given them your information to process your tax return for that period, or if you know the tax return has already been filed. Think of something like the name of your tax preparer, for example, as the password, so you know when you enter their name, you also need to let them know you made a change in your transactions for that period as well. Once the password is set, you will click OK, and then you'll click OK to save everything on the company preferences screen. That's it. Easy peasy. Simple, and in the future, you'll be warned if you try to enter anything that is prior to that closing date. Alright, on to all you QuickBooks Online users. 
Thanks for waiting so patiently. Everything I mentioned previously will apply here. The only difference is the path that you will go to get to setting the actual closing date. So go ahead and open your QuickBooks online data file. You'll click on the little gear looking icon in the upper right hand side of your screen. This will open a menu for you and you will want to select account and settings under the your company column. From here, you'll select advanced from the left menu bar and under accounting, you will see close the books. You should also see a little pencil icon to the right of that section. When you click on this edit pencil icon, it will take you to a screen where you'll be able to enter the date you want to close the books for. I also highly recommend you select the allow changes after viewing warning and entering a password option. This will force you to enter your password before QuickBooks Online will accept your transaction. Again, if you're recording a transaction from a closed period, you will need to let your tax preparer know, especially if you have already given them your information or if the tax return has already been filed. From here, you'll confirm your password and then select Save to save your changes. Alright, to recap this episode, setting a closing date to prevent you from accidentally recording transactions into a prior close period is a simple and easy way to ensure your financial statements are reflecting accurate information. You can get these detailed steps I went over in this episode for setting your closing date in either QuickBooks Desktop or QuickBooks Online on our website, financialadventure.com. This is where we have all the show notes for our podcasts. And while you're there, be sure to sign up for our five essentials for stress-free bookkeeping and our online virtual bookkeeping business starter guide. Both are free and are full of great information for small business owners as well as bookkeepers and those of you wanting to start an online virtual bookkeeping business. And you know I'm going to ask, What's at least one thing you'll take away from this episode that will help your business succeed and grow your bottom line? If you need some accountability, join our private Facebook community and post your action item. We'd love to support you. Thanks for taking the time to tune into this episode of Mastering Your Small Business Finances. If you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed creating it for you, I'd love for you to give it a five-star rating and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Visit financialadventure.com for the show notes, links from this episode, and while you're there, leave a comment if you have a topic you're interested in learning more about that affects your bottom line. If you're looking for a community where you can ask questions and get feedback about your small business, join my private Facebook group. You can find the links to this group and more on financialadventure.com. And remember, any financial information shared on this podcast is not to be considered professional, financial, or tax advice and should not be solely relied upon. Please consult your CPA or tax advisor for an opinion on your specific circumstances. I'm looking forward to having you tune in next time. Until then, dream big, follow your heart, and love what you do. Oh,